Ladies and gentlemen, the Anna Bob Show, number 11, cue music. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning, Bob. Hey, good morning, Ed. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, everybody. Well, you know, you just can't, you, you can't listen to that song and frown. you got to be happy. I wish we were on television so you could see this, right? Wasn't there, what was it, a school bus every morning that when they listened to us and they played that for the yeah, kids on the yeah. bus? Yeah, it, it, was, it, was in, it was in Kentucky, and, and she drove a handicap bus. Yeah. And one day, they got to, they, we were late. Yeah. Because of something in the news. Something happened in the news. And, and we didn't start the song at 8 o'clock. <clears throat> right. So the kids would not get off the bus. They sat on the bus because oh. they all sang with the song. And they had to sit there until we got that song on. And all the kids sang it. And then they got off the bus. God bless them. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't it wonderful? But everybody should start their day by listening to that song. Well. And just say good morning to everybody. Good morning. Good morning. In fact, I... I I don't know if you do or not. Sometimes I come in in the morning at work, and the receptionist, and I'll say, good morning. Good morning. And, and you know what? She, she gets that big smile on, my, on her face and looks at me and says, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you so happy about? <laughs> What's wrong with you? You can't be that happy here. What's the matter? That's kind of like my uh, question, uh, my our complaint of the day. So. Okay, well, I'm looking forward we'll get to get into that, okay? All right. This is the Ed and Bob Show, and we're glad you're here. What have we got coming up for everybody this hour, or this half hour, Ed? All right. We're going to talk about non-politicians that we'd like to see in office. Yeah. You throw out some names. Mm -hmm. Also, we're going to talk about some of the events coming up and... and uh, you know, things you that you'd like to see. You got a complaint, right? Yeah, I got a complaint. We yeah. got the mailbox and... We've got um, all kinds of good things. Normal, the normal things we do in the show, but it's a little different things every time. So that'll it be all good. Works out. All Will right. that work? Yeah. In the news, here's the news bag yeah. for you. And uh, you know, did you? Was it? Uh, and it can, we can talk about anything. It didn't have to be in the last day or two. But I did think that uh, it was odd the, the uh, firing of Sessions the day after the election. Did oh, you? I didn't think it was a lot. You didn't all. think so? No, they were waiting till the election to do it. Hmm. And and I thought his 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 response online was pretty good. He said, oh, well, I didn't see. He said, yeah, he said, here's my resignation you requested. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> hey, let me ask you something else. What, what was it? Nikki Haley was that the girl? The girl's yeah, name, and yeah. she was the former governor of South Carolina. Okay, and then she was at the United Nations, and everybody. Boy, everybody jumped all over it and said, that's the worst pick for the person to be in the United Nations for America, the United States. And she, don't you think she turned out really great? Oh, I thought great? she was wonderful. But obviously, they, they've won their, made their point. But I don't, well, you know, she resigned. I don't think it's so hard to keep doing that every single day. I agree. United I mean, Nations is a, is a, oh, is a subject my, of frustration. Oh, absolutely. And just dealing with all that every single day of your life, mm -hmm. no, I don't want a long term at that. I think that's that's when you want a short term. And that's why during the midterms, and traditionally, traditionally now in, yeah. in administrations, at midterm, a lot of people quit. 
Do they really? Yeah. I they, thought it was more after the first uh, term, if you well, get elected. Well, midterm so. to me, I think, it, well, with, with, with Trump, <laughs> I think a lot of people quit. They well, say, let me ask you this. this Two anymore. things come out of this Nikki Haley thing for me. Number one, why did she resign? And um, number two, who's going to replace her? Will it be another oddball pick out of nowhere? No, I think it'll be somebody from Washington, probably, but or New York. I don't think it'll be anyone from the South. But I, I and we won't know why she quit. I think it's just family pressures and thing, probably. I because I don't, I don't, I think she's real clean. I don't see anything there. You, you think know? she's she's if she was going to run for president, she wouldn't be doing it in twenty twenty. No. So why wouldn't you stay there a couple more years? Right. I don't get it. Yeah, that's true. So well, it could be a family thing. You don't know. Okay. You don't know. It could be kids, husbands. All right, let's get on to your question of the day, Ed. All right, buddy. Well, you know, being an old radio guy. Yeah? Big guy. Who, me or you? Me. Oh, okay. I'm a big guy, old radio guy. <laughs> old radio There dude. you go, Mike. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I saw him the other day. He says, Ah, look, you guys, you guys got, got a nice podcast. What's coming up on the next one? <laughs> yeah. It's you, big guy. Well, hey, we need to have him on. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, watch out. Anyway, my question is this. Do you miss Paul Harvey? Oh, my gosh, do I ever. You know, he's just never been replaced. Hello, America. I say, Hello, Americans. This is Paul Harvey. Stand by for news. Remember that? Yeah, you know, he was like a Walter Cronkite of uh, radio. Yeah. But 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 Cronkite was replaced. His show just ended when they tried to replace him. Yeah, I mean, it's, well, they thought his son was going to be able to replace right. him. Right, and he was on the ABC Network at first. He was on the Mutual Radio Network, and then ABC picked up Mutual, and that's that's what carried him. But uh, you know, he talked about his wife. He talked he talked about the news, but then he would talk about human stories too. And and I think he was always supportive of the United States and of people and of regular people. Did you listen to the 15-minute version? Because he was on three yeah, times a day. Yeah, yeah. I obviously That's just listened to it. the rest of the story, wasn't it? No, that was the one at 1230. The, the one at 1230 yeah. was 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I listened to it because it was on my show for 20 yeah, years. There so you go. <laughs> I heard it all the time. Yeah. So I really heard it. Yeah. And um, I, um, I'll never forget a couple of things. One thing I remember he said right at the beginning of the O.J. after O.J. Simpson had been arrested. He said, O.J. Simpson will never go to jail because America does not send its celebrities to jail. Hmm. And it turned out to be true. Yes, it did. And it's not true today. We love to send them to jail now, I think. But it was very true then. Yeah. And he knew exactly what he was talking about. Yeah. And then the other thing that it was very personal, this is personal. Um, the When I left, uh, I had had him on my show for 20 years. And, uh, I mean, because his show was in my show. And uh, he actually said goodbye to me and said Bob Thomas was was uh, signing off from WIBK and, and going to Hollywood. Wow. And I still have that recording saved. And it was shocked. I was shocked. How about that? I don't even know who told him. But it was Boy, a shock he was, for me. He was a great guy. Just oh, a great my gosh. Guy. It, yeah. What a popular show. And people would shut down their businesses, plan their lunches. My father. Really? Yeah. 
that they would yes. around 12, 1230 yeah. to 12.45. That's yeah. it. My father had a shoe shop in the Bearden Shopping Center. He had all these big machines lining the walls. Yeah. But at 12.30, boom, 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 off, 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 radio up. I mean, you could hear it a block away. Mm-hmm. He loved Paul Harvey. And I did, too. He, he, was, a, he was an incredible yeah. job. I remember back in the 70s, he was making like 60000 a week. Wow. Back in the 70s. Mm. You know. That's good money. He's a real he's a real communicator, and he taught oh, people in this business a lot if they would listen to him how to communicate. So anyway, he closed out his show by saying, "Good day, Paul Harvey. Good, good day. day. There you go. <laughs> I think we did mine in your question, so we're just going to move on. Oh really? But, well, but that was worth it. I mean, I'm so glad you asked that. I hadn't thought about that in a while. Paul Harvey, what a it's one of a kind. And I don't know there ever be somebody like him again. So, and I don't know how he would fit in in today's vicious. Oh, no, no it would, he wouldn't. He would not fit in. I don't know how he would no. handle it. No, he wouldn't. Because he would not compromise no. his Mm-mm. morals Mm-mm. or his uh, uh, ethics. No, he would not. But now he was a he was very strong for Billy Graham. Mm-hmm. He was pretty strong for Republicans, Nixon, yeah. and and such. He didn't. He didn't hold any punches, though. I mean, he 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 said it like he said it. But he was, he was for America, the heartland. You know, I, I'm, you know, the the folks out in, in Oklahoma, Nebraska. I mean, that's that's who he is. For. Well, we'll wrap it up. I'll okay. say this. He, this is what sets him apart from every other broadcaster today. He wrote his own news. Mm-hmm. Nobody else. Because nowadays people write it. To hear, Mr. Announcer, you read this news. Well, today, blah, 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 you know, and that's yeah. what it was. He wrote his. So that came in in the morning and wrote it. And it came from Chicago, right? Yeah. All every day. It always came from Chicago, either on mutual radio or, yeah. or on ABC. Well, All right. Great. So um, let's see. Tease our topic of the day, it says. So you're the teaser. All right. What non-politicians... Everyday regular people, yeah. would you like to see running your office or running the government? Okay. So I got some for you. You got some? All right. right. I'll All criticize right. them one way or the other. What else you got? What you got? One of your friends you're going to talk about? Well, I'm going to talk about something that's coming up for the holidays here in Knoxville. It's the holidays on ice. That's not holiday on ice. Holidays on ice. Holiday what is, on what's ice. What's that? Of well, what it is, they have an ice rink on Market Square. Oh, that's downtown. right. And and it, it will start Friday after Christmas. I mean Friday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. And you can come by. It's right in front of the, the Knoxville Ch- Knox County Chamber, Knoxville Chamber offices at 17 Market Square. They've got it all decorated and everything, and it's it's a lot of fun. I mean, if, if, did you do it last year? I've gone there and seen it. I'm not an ice skater. You're not. Well, no. neither am I. No. You ought to see my kids on there. You know, I would just fall, and everybody would laugh at me and say, "Hey, isn't that Bob Thomas? Boy, he's <laughs> boy, he looks like a dummy." You should so. be able to skate after having a <laughs> I, no, I know everybody tells yeah. me that. I don't, I'm not. That. Admission's pretty good. It's just eleven dollars for adults, eight dollars for children, and uh, they have season passes available too. But it will run for a few months while it's cold. So I hope you'll go and support them and get them off to a good start. That's Friday after Thanksgiving, holidays on ice, Market Square. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and that's the things uh, that we have that add quality of life. Things like that. So I'm, I'm, uh, we always, everybody should partake in things like that. It'll make you feel happier that you live here. Or at least bring the children to partake. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. 
All right, Ed. So um, our topic of the day. We're ready to talk about the topic of the day. If you could pick a non-politician to be governor, congressman from our area, Knox County and Knoxville mayor, who would you pick? Now, I don't know if you've got a pick or not. I've got one for each one, and I want to start with um, Knox County mayor. Knox County mayor, not Knoxville mayor. No, Knox, Knox County, County mayor. mayor. All right, and dude. this may be a surprise to you and everybody okay. else. All right. But this is, comes from my experience of being in the Knox County government for four years, and before that, watching it. Um, I I would love to see, as Knox County Mayor, Chris Caldwell. And people are going to say, who is that? You and I know who Chris is. Yes. He's the finance director for Knox County. And in my thoughts... That's who's been running Knox County for about, oh, seven years. However long he's been finance right. director. Because here's why I say that. When everybody says, we're going to do this, going to do this, what's the first thing you go and do? You check money. Exactly. You go up to Chris Caldwell's office and say, hey, Chris, this is what we're going to propose. Can we do it? <laughs> and he'll go, uh, I don't know if you can do that. He'll go, yeah, I think we can work it out. He, Go ahead and go to the source. Just let him run the place. Just go get the money. Just let him. Money bag. And and he's such a terrific guy. He would make a tremendous uh, mayor. And he wouldn't want to do it. If you gave it to him, he'd say, no, that's not that guy. I'm the behind the scenes guy. Well, I don't know. He's been out in the front for quite a while now. He he would be great. Yeah. All right. Knoxville mayor. You ready for this? I've got one for you. Oh, you you got Knox County or Knoxville? Knoxville mayor. Lay it on us. Eddie Manis. Well, he's running. It's got to be so. What? what? It's got to be a non-politician. When did he announce this week or something? No, Eddie Manis announced oh, three or four months ago. All right, never mind. <laughs> well, remember, we talked about him on a previous show. Oh, yeah, no, he announced quite some time ago. Uh, I think he was one of the first ones to file. All right, who I've got for you? Yeah. For the city mayor, who could be the Knoxville mayor? Bill Pittman. Oh, he'd be a good choice. He would be. Now, some people are going, who is that? But Bill Pittman ran DeRoyal Industries, which was a worldwide company. They were in like 70 countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, he traveled the world. He ran DeRoyal Industries, which is one of the biggest industries out of Knoxville. Mm-hmm. And he, he he's a great business person. He retired from DeRoyal after being their CEO and uh, uh, president. And he would make a great choice. He would do a tremendous job. So... That's who I would pick. So well, I think that's a good pick. I really do. No, I he, he would be. He wouldn't run. No, because I, I don't think he would. He's the kind of guy. He's so laid back. He wouldn't want to be involved in all this mudslinging that goes on in politics. Well, who is running for the Knoxville mayor? Oh gosh, there's all the city council of them. Yeah, you got yeah. Eddie. You got uh, Mike Chase that he was running. Yeah. You've got. Um, uh, 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 is Johnny Perkle running? No. You've got uh, Marshall Stair. Yeah. You've got India Kincannon. Yeah. There's talk of you may see um, uh, uh, Branscombe before it's over. You may see Joe Bailey. Uh, wow. I said uh, Mike Chase, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Mike Chase. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, there's a bunch of them that are out there that are uh, have either announced or are, are beating around the bush. So. Mm-hmm. But Eddie Manis has already officially filed Marshall Stair, uh, Mike Chase, uh, India Kincannon, 
It seems like there's somebody. Uh, there's a there's another guy from a uh, libertarian. We talked about him. Do you remember that guy? Uh, when when Shine was on with us, he was a libertarian, and he has announced as well. And I can't think of his name. Okay. So anyway, all right. So now let's go to if you want to pick a House of Representatives, somebody to be our second district congressman. This is the one. This is the seat that Birch got. Yeah, the, yeah, that yeah. Birch has already got. Here's but you my. Have to be, you have to be a non-politician. All these are non-politicians. People that will never run. They're not doing it. But it's just somebody that would do a good job. And 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 my choice was Emmett Thompson. Oh, Emma Thompson? Yeah, he would be a great guy. He, he runs yeah. um, uh, Mission of Hope. Mission of Hope mm-hmm. that uh, helps people all through Appalachia. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's such a great guy. He has a lot of compassion. Oh, they, would, they would eat him alive in Washington. I don't know. I think he's I, a little bit stronger than he's not. A, he's not milk toast. You really think so? Yeah, I, I mean, think, I, I think they look. it looks like a farmer when I see him. He got those jeans and blue. Yeah, I know, but it. it I, you talking about Mr. Smith going to Washington? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Are right, you ready for my governor? Yep. Oh, you're gonna like this one, Ed. Okay. My governor is somebody that would um, that knows everybody already, who can sweet talk <gasps> you to death. It come in and they'd be saying Ed Brantley be down there in that big office he had when he was a hot shot radio general manager and and this person is walking your office and you say hey, we're not doing any of that stuff. By the time this person walked out of your office, you'd say we're going to do it. We're so glad to help you. We are tickled to death. Here's my checkbook. Here, here's my here. Write him some more How money. How much more you need? How much more? All right. So Who is it? Dolly Parton. Oh, yes. Hell, I'd give her whatever she wanted. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Now, people are going to laugh at first, but Dolly is a uniter. Mm-hmm. She'll put, bring people together. Mm-hmm. She makes things happen. And a great example, You can, everybody out there that heard that just want that laughing, saying, no, you're a dummy. Go back to the Gatlinburg fires. Right. She ended up being the person that made the biggest difference in the Gatlinburg fires. Mm-hmm. That's true. And she wouldn't say Republican, Democrat. She'd say people, mm-hmm. Tennesseans. Right. Let's come together. And so, uh, nonetheless, that's that's who I think would just be a but tremendous you know, choice. Her reading book, her books that they send out to children. Yes, Imagination thousands, Library yeah, or something. Thousands and thousands of them. And, and there's, you know, you would think that now, that's where you need Paul Harvey, because he would talk about that. Mm-hmm. He would recognize her for doing that. But it's like she ought to be getting the top award from the country the for Nobel doing Nobel Peace like. Prize exactly. or something. Yeah. She pays for all of that. She does it. She's an incredible woman. I mean, there's no doubt. And you can laugh about her hair and her, her big eyes and and uh, all that. And uh, But she, she's done a wonderful job. And she's 72. Wow. You know, my wife was her stand-in yeah. uh, commercials, and one time when we lived in L.A., they called and said, Dolly wants y'all, the, Kim to come over, and they're going to do all the Dollywood commercials for the whole year in one week. So it was just me, my wife, my son, Jake, was only about six or seven then, and uh, Dolly and the, the producer and stuff, and we were there in, several days in the studios, and <laughs> two things stand out to me, how sweet she was. But I bet she has a 17-inch waist at that time. Yeah. I, I mean, I was, yeah. I've never seen a woman with that small of a waist. I don't yeah, know how she does it. So, yeah. But what, anyway, it's that's much remarkable. Choice. I like her stories about Bobby Denton, too. Oh, You man. know, on the, the WIVK, WIVK, or something, yeah, WIVK 50th anniversary, Yeah, 
she I took her in my car. Oh, yes, yes, I did. <laughs> and uh, she, and she I, called you Fast Eddie. No. <laughs> He said, you're getting a little old, aren't you? I said, no, I'm just, kidding. I'm just kidding. But she, I asked her about Bobby, and she said, oh, Bobby, Bobby. I said, you dated him, didn't you? And she said, well, we went out once. He took me to that drag strip. He, he, she said, he wasn't interested in me. All he wanted to do was look at those dumb cars. I thought, good grief. You had Dolly Parton out on a date, and you didn't look at her? You need to smack that guy. Good grief. All, All right, right, there we up. go. We've got the mailbox and complaints coming up, but first we've got this message from Bob. Yeah, you know what I got for you? Haas Auto Parts. Oh, yeah. Hall's, Mike Berry at Haas Auto Parts. You know how long he's been in business? It's around like uh, 48 years, I think. 40, somewhere around 50 years. They've been in business. They're off of Doris Circle. They're right off of uh, Maynardville Highway there in Halls. Turn to the pilot, and you go up a little stone's throw up. It's across the street from Carm. He is shutting his doors down. He's finally retiring. And he has a $5 million inventory. Wheels, uh, um, just everything you can think of. Uh, So this is open to auto parts stores, to mechanics, and to the public. You can Hmm. come by, and and it's discounted 20 to 50% off. So there's a savings of millions of dollars store-wide, and it's going on now. He's not in a hurry. He says, by the end of the year, I'll probably be finished, but I'm not in a hurry. I don't have to close by a certain time. There's no rush, but I'm closing. I'm getting out, so we're liquidating everything. So Halls Auto Parts and Halls right off of Maynardville Highway. Turn at the Pilot. Go up. It's across the street from Carm. Great guy. Great family. I wonder if he's got any of those Hirsch shifters back there in the back. You remember the bit with the, the like your grip was yeah. on it? Yeah, the Hurst shifter. Yeah. I had one. Oh, you did? I had a I had a Chevy Camaro. Oh man. That had that ooh. shifter ooh, in there. Ooh, oh man, ooh. I had the racing stripe on the front, ooh. you know. <laughs> My buddy Walt Striegel had done a 55 Chevy. Oh, those oh, were the good wore, times. He wore out those highways. Mm. All right, let's see. Here's the mailbox. All right, uh, open one up. All right, Nail, is that Nellie or N- Nell from Cedar Bluff? Yeah. How can you make seniors feel safer in their homes? Now, how are you going to do that, Bob? How are you going to make seniors feel safer in their homes? Well, th- we do need to do that. Right now, we've got seniors. There's more seniors now than anything, Ed. That's the fast. That's the biggest segment of the United States, right. 65 and older. 65 and right. older is the biggest segment. So... That's what we're going to have in the next few years is more and more seniors. And as they're living longer, they're living longer. Mm-hmm. That's a great, great point. And there's when their spouses do pass, they are living a lot of them by themselves. And my mom is a great example at home. And she's had people come door to door and just and come to her door and she said, I don't want any, and they won't go away. You're kidding. No, they'll continue to beat on they beat on her door for five or ten minutes. They open the door. What? They want in. And they think eventually she'll give in and let them in. I think they're either casing the joint, uh, the joint, her house. <laughs> hey mom, your house is a joint. Uh, casing her house or looking around, or just come in and, and hit her and then steal everything. Bob, get her some type of a security system. Oh, I think you're right. I think you're, you're I mean, right. You, you just have to do that. But, but how do we make all seniors safe? We can't buy them well, for everybody. No, you can't. But uh, and and seniors get taken. They get taken by people calling on the telephone, oh. asking them to donate. I tell you, this this warrior program took a lot of people. I mean that they just took. You know, there's so many of these things that you can't trust. 
They're not real. Oh, they're not real. Oh, the people that call you up on yeah, money. The yeah, phone. I want you. And it, it makes you feel bad if you don't donate. You know, you can't. Uh, you know, and there's some uh, uh, seniors that are home by themselves that get convinced that they need to help. I'll give you another example. They call up and say, "Grandma," and then the grandma will say, "Well, is is this Billy?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, Grandma, this is Billy. Oh, and no. I, I'm in jail, and I need you to send me some money. Oh, Billy, I can't believe you're in jail. That's happened to people in my family have been called, and they thought it was one of the grandchildren, and wow. we're going to send them money wow. immediately. Yes, that mm. scam is going on. Well, I've gotten texts, and of course everybody has, where somebody's got a million dollars, and they, well, want to, they want to give it to me. Well, those are true. Yeah. <laughs> but I have to send them 5000 first. Well, of course you do. <laughs> yeah. It's postage. <laughs> what else you got in the mailbox? Rusty from Loudoun County. Oh, hey, Rusty. Is Loudoun, Lenore City, is Loudoun County becoming West Knoxville? How yeah. can we slow this down the spread? We don't want to slow down the it spread. It already happened. Hey, you, you can't slow it down, buddy. Are you kidding it's me? It's blowing through there. Woo. It's done. LCUB is the new KUB. It's it's done. It's going down Keystone Pike. Yeah. Dixie Lee Junction now used to be just a little spot in the road, but yeah. now you got Three Rivers Church over or Two Rivers Church over here on the right, that huge parking lot and all those businesses going on. All we need is a few more restaurants. Didn't they redo the road there or something? Yeah. They did the interchange. Yeah. I'm telling you what. Uh, yeah, no, it's too and, late, Rusty. And I'll tell you this, too. I've got people that live on Kingston Pike that tell me all the time that they love Lenore City, that that's where they do their shopping. On Highway, is it Highway 95 that goes? I don't know what it is, yeah, but it something is. like that. It goes that. Up from the interstate yeah. over to the dam. But that's it has everything on that. That road has everything that Knox Kingston Pike has. It has everything on it. Does it really? Yeah. I haven't got, been down there in a long you time. You haven't? No. Oh, it's got everything. Well, I didn't move out to the boondocks like you did. So. <laughs> well. All right. Let's see well, how we're doing on time. Knox County pissed me off. So. <laughs> <laughs> I left town. <laughs> All right. Let's see. This is the Ed and Bob Show coming up for you in a future show. We're going to talk about handicapped parking Permits, I guess that's what it's called, or passes. Are they being abused? Yes. Should there be different colors of them, or should they be controlled better, big expiration dates or something? And the only thing I'm going to add to this, because we're going to talk about it in the next show, is I've seen, I saw a woman one day selling them. She, mm. has, she has a stack of them. Really? And she was selling them. Did you buy one? No, I wouldn't do that. You know, I still have one. It was my mother's. She died about six years ago. Do they have expiration dates on them? No. Yeah, well, they do have different colors. So they're supposed to be. You're supposed to put an expiration date. The doctors just fill it out and hand it to you. I think. Yeah. I don't right. know, but well, I don't use it. I don't. Don't don't get, don't start calling. I'm not going to use it. What's your complaint? You got just a 30 seconds to tell us about it. 30 well, seconds. Okay, a minute. Go ahead. We you don't know have what my re- complaint is. Yeah, tell me your complaint. Christmas. You're going to complain about Christmas? I can't do that in 30 seconds. Well, okay. I mean, I'm just saying, approximately. It may take. You already wasted 10 seconds talking about. <laughs> <laughs> What's your complaint about Christmas? Well, it's already started. Give me a break. No. We haven't even had the parade yet. Well, Christmas starts right after... I mean, come on. Right, you know? right after Labor Day, it's, to it, a lot it's, of people's To mind. me, if you watch television at all... Now, I know everyone hated all the political ads because you'd see one candidate, uh-huh. another commercial, and then uh-huh. the, uh, the, the candidate's opposition. Right. Well, now just get ready because here come the Christmas ads. <laughs> and what happened to Thanksgiving? 
It just blew by. It's gone. I mean, it, it's it's already started. Oh gosh, have you bought all your Christmas gifts? No, I haven't even thought about it. I actually am doing pretty good. Isn't it weird? Are you kidding? No, one year I actually told my wife I want all Christmas gifts bought before Thanksgiving, and and she said what? But we did it, and it was the best Christmas ever because we didn't have anything to worry about after Thanksgiving. What if they didn't like it? That's tough. The only problem was oh. if you, those places now that you can only return them in 30 days, yeah. you're screwed. Okay. <laughs> so, all right, here's my complaint. Okay. I'll make it quick. What's the perfect age to run for political office? I mean, I know there's 16 because they're all they all act like teenagers, <laughs> right? 16. If you're 15, you're in, buddy. <laughs> Is there a good age for you to run for office? What? How much knowledge do you need 21. to know? You th- I think I you don't think, think they, you know enough. You don't know squat at twenty one. You don't have to know. They'll tell you when you get there. No, oh, that's crap. No, you got to have some kind of knowledge. You well, what you're saying is you got to have you got to have somebody it, buying you, paying for no, you, paying you your way. You got to have some lifetime experiences. Oh. You know, politicians they don't they don't go on their experience. They go on who's giving them the most money. <laughs> They're going to take care of their friends. That's what it's all about. Well, you just don't have any belief in, in politicians. No, I don't. Not after, this, <laughs> not after this circus. No. So what's the perfect age, Bob? I, I think 30-ish. Okay. 30, How many children like do you have to have before you can run for office? Uh, that's not a requirement. It's not? No. How many wives have you, have you had to have? <laughs> that, that How many girlfriends? <laughs> that's what, once you get in, I guess oh, that's what happens. That what it is? All right. How can people get in touch with us? Go to edandbob.com. That's our website. And down on the right-hand corner, you'll see a square. And you go to that square, and you get in touch with us. And just type in whatever you want to say. Good, bad, or ugly. It doesn't matter. We just like to hear. Ugly stuff? Yeah. Okay. You can say, Bob, you're ugly. We can take it? Yep. We'll take it. I don't ever look at it, so you'll have to. (laughs) No, I do look at it, too. I I take that. I know. You said there's a box there. I didn't even know there was one. Every day I look at it. All All right. And my daughter keeps telling me, you haven't answered my complaint that I text you about, you're supposed to do a show on opiate, oh, opiates, right? Yeah. And we were Okay, well, we'll do that. Do that. All right. That, well, that'll be the one after the next one, then. Okay. And you can go uh, email. You can reach us at edandbob at yahoo.com. Yahoo! And, Bob, you do the Twitter. Uh, Twitter, Ed and Bob Knox, Ed, at Ed Brantley, at Bob Thomas Knox, and Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash according to ed then ed and bob and there you go so uh we're we're coming up for you next show handicap parking passes are they being abused do you abuse your mother's handicap parking pass do you my mom doesn't even use hers well i know she doesn't have she got one she's got one well because she had a hip or whatever but she she never uses it do you use it no, I, I didn't. No, I would never do that. I, you wouldn't? No, never. Oh, I've got. It's a people. big thing with me. Oh, well, good for you. Well, good I'm, for you. I'm not. You know, I'm just saying. Good for you. So there you go. Well, so we'll we'll work through that too. We'll, we'll talk about that in a coming show, and we'll. Um, I think it's something that deserves a lot of time. So. All right, Ed, you got anything else you want to tell us about before we get out of here? Have a happy Thanksgiving, a Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year, and we'll see you soon. What about Valentine's Day? Oh, yeah, Valentine's Day. (laughs) All right, Ed, thanks. See you next time. Bye. The room was completely black. I hugged her and she hugged back. 
Like the sailor said, quote, ain't that a hole in a boat? My head keeps spinning. I go to sleep and keep grinning. If this.